they look at the overnight success. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, yo, how he lit. He traveling. He doing this. He got a car. He got a this, that, and third. Dude, my first event space, I literally stripped the tiles down myself. Painted the walls myself. Fixed bathrooms myself. And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast where we find dope people that did dope stuff. Today's no different. You dope, right? Pretty dope. Have you been killing it? I'm always killing it, bro. Come on, man. All right, let me just ask you. Just going to start it off with revenue from last month from, from teaching. From courses, we did about like 50K. It's a light bag. <laughs> light bag? A light, bag. light little bag? <laughs> a little something, something. Okay, okay. So, uh... I, I definitely want to get into this conversation because you own event spaces. Mm-hmm. And I have an event space. You do? Yeah, th- you're in it. I know. I see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, it's not easy. So th- thank God we've been here for four years and it's profitable. But I feel like we could make more money if I was really intentional. See, my my thing is... I do the event space because, one, I have a studio where I can record out of. We do our own events there, but we do book it out for birthday parties and all kind of stuff, right? But I think this is the season that we can, like, really— I think we can double or triple our income, right, Joe? You can right, eat, Joe? bro. Huh? You can eat. I know it. You can eat. Alien You're leaving so much money on the table right now. I can get this booked out this weekend if I wanted to. I give you an affiliate if you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, all right, so go ahead and introduce yourself. How do you introduce yourself? All I need to say is, yo, what's up, I'm Brian. That's it. That's it? No. I mean, yo, what's going on, guys? My name is Brian Waldron, a.k.a. Brian M&K on, on Instagram. Uh, I have five event spaces in Brooklyn, New York. We also have a, uh, a warehouse in New York where we deliver event furniture to the tri-state area. And I'm also known in the industry for selling courses for those who want to get into the event industry. So let's get it. I'm with the one and only David Shands. That was a good intro. We can clap that up. That was a good <laughs> intro of yourself. That, go on. that was strong. All right, so you have not only event spaces, but you said you have a warehouse. I have a warehouse where you deliver event furniture, yeah. So, like, if you had an event, you, if you rented out your space like this, right? Mm-hmm. Say, for example, it was like a birthday party or something like that. They need a little bit more than just a space, you yes. know? They need, like, tables. They need chairs. They want decor. They would come to somebody like me, like, hey, I got the space. I got the warehouse or I got the, you know, whatever location it is. I need to rent tables, chairs, marquee letters, throne chairs, backdrop, acrylic wall, things like that. And I just come to send them an invoice. And the beauty about it is that it's scalable. Like, I just have, we just have the truck. I get to send up my guys. And it's awesome because we still have the event spaces on our own end. So we're making money off the, our own spaces and we're making money off everybody else's spaces. Because mm, sometimes if we need something, now we have, we got chairs and we got tables. Right. But there's all kind of stuff that we go out and rent. Absolutely. And we pay the purse. And what's crazy is, let's just say, for instance, you're going to rent 50 chairs at $3 a piece. That's cheap. You make $150, right? They take the chairs back and they do the same thing next week. Absolutely. And these are like, it's almost like each chair will make you a few thousand dollars. Each chair. Dude, I have love time. seats that I paid $300 for who make me $5,000 a month. <laughs> Stupid. What? Sitting there wrapped up in a closet. Like, dude, I literally, I have chairs that I've paid $450 for that I literally rent out for $300 a pop. Instant return. Better than real estate. That's better than cocaine. This is better than a lot of things. 
Dad, go on, bro. <laughs> and, it's, and, it's, and it's so easy because I can literally order it right now, have it shipped to my house or picked up at the warehouse in like 20 minutes and just... Like, I've had times where we, like, had double-booked rentals. Like, I had a shit. Like, a really popular sofa is, like, our Pink Margot sofa, right? Super cute, blush, little pink, pink sofa. Margo? Pink Margot sofa, yeah. That's the type of thing? That's, like, an actual, like, furniture rental, yeah. Hold on, let me look at that. Because I want to know what that is. You know what that is? A Pink Margot? Because <laughs> I'm like, yo, why am I not doing this? Pink Margot. Dude, I show people how to do this, man. I got, like, mentees and stuff. I'm like, yo, you want to triple your numbers? I'll let me. Oh, Pink Margot Velvet Sofa? Yeah, that's it, yeah. They got a love seat and they got the sofa. The love seat's for like two people, sofa's for three. That's hard. Little cute little thing, right? Little, little cute, cute little joint. Little, little cute little joint. Right? Okay. Yeah, that thing goes out. I've had triple bookings on that thing. Paid $450 for it, rents out for $300 a pop. Damn. And I got that in blue, black, green, silver, pink, whatever they want. I Joe, got it. what are we doing? Why don't we have the pink Margaret over? Because you didn't take the course. Because I ain't take <laughs> the course. That makes sense. Okay, all right. So, all right, because I, I want to get into it. For somebody who is not in, they don't have enough space because I have one. How hard is it to get into the game? So I tell people all the time, it definitely varies. It's based on your moving cost. So like I've gotten event spaces for as little as like 5,000 and I've had event spaces where I had to hand over a check for $30,000. It really depends on how you structure your deals. Give me the, give me, give me the 5,000. Right. Well, give me a scenario where I got to come up. So off typically, well, in every county, province, and state, it's different. But typically in New York, moving costs, which is what you have to hand over to acquire a property, if you're renting it and not buying the actual building, is it's usually a one-month rent, two-month security. So if your rent is $5,000, you're handing over a $15,000 check. Now, that's not always the case. You said if your rent is 5000 If your rent is 5000 so you have moving costs. Moving costs is what it costs to acquire the property. Yes. So if your moving cost is one-month rent, Two months security. Two months security. Got yeah, it. you're handing over three months of rent check. You're oh, handing over $15,000 check. Right. So that's why I'm, that's my point exactly. I think getting this was like $4,000. That's what I'm saying. Five so it's range. different for everybody. Like, I've gotten event spaces where just like all the landlord wanted was one month rent, one month security, and the rent is $3,000. I'm handing them over a $6,000 check, $5,000 check. And I also have, uh, I've had other landlords where they're like, yo, I need like four months of, that was actually my first space that I actually got. They wanted four months of rent. And they wanted, uh, they want no, sorry, they wanted four months security, one month rent, and rent at the time was like thirty eight fifty. So I was handing four over four months security. Yeah, Golly. yeah, because especially when like, especially, I'm not trying to say this to discourage anybody, but especially when like you're a new entrepreneur, you've never had an actual existing business, they want a little bit more skin in the game. But that's like, New York, though. I yeah, think. that's yeah, New York. Yeah, bro, it's nowhere near that here. In Atlanta, I know bro. that's New York. Is honestly, it's, it is what it is. But yeah. yeah, in New York, everything's a lot more difficult. That's why they say like you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. That's a fact. You know that's what I'm saying? Fact. So, and we out here making it in New York. So, yeah, that's real. <laughs> Do I need to raise this up a little bit, Joe? We good? Okay, all right, cool. So, um, all right, so you find a location. Do you buy or do you lease the spaces? I lease the spaces. Yeah, I, I just I prefer to lease the spaces. You don't buy any of the spaces. Nah. Why not? I just see my money a lot faster. You got to understand, a New York property is extremely oh, expensive, yeah, true, 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 true. dude. The building that I rent, the, the same buildings that I'll pay $3,000 a month in rent in is a $3 million property. If I had to buy it, and you got to remember, it's commercial real estate because I, I have a background in real estate too. I got a degree in real estate and a license. So it's like, you got to put 20% down on that. 20% down on $3 million property is what, like $600,000? How, mm-hmm. how long do you think you're going to take to make it, see your money? Right. As opposed to handing over, even if it's a $15,000 check, my company does $60,000 a month. I'm going to make that back in a couple weeks. We just acquired two new spaces where the rent I'm paying is ridiculous. I ain't going to go into the numbers and all that unless you need me to. But <laughs> Let's go into the numbers. All right, all right let's go into the numbers, right? Here. All right. So one of the biggest things that I teach is, uh, you know, how to find these deals and how to, like, really, really structure them, right? So 
I look at I don't look at turnkey spaces. What does turnkey mean? Turnkey meat basically means like it's ready to go. I never ever you're literally you're digging yourself a grave if you're looking for a turnkey space. Why? Because think about it, it's all about leverage. Everything in business is leverage. If a, if you go to a landlord and their space is top of the line, it's got HVAC in it, white walls, pristine floors, like look at something like this and it's ready to go, you got to pay a lot more money for that space. This one was a shell when we got it though. Exactly. And that's probably why you were able to negotiate a lot more. The first event space I got, Fulton, 1542 Fulton Street in Brooklyn, New York, it was garbage. It was dirt, literally dirt. Like we had to sweep it up, rip the tiles off and everything. It was dirt. But I was able to negotiate four months rent concession. Rent concession's free rent. Yes. A lot of people don't know about we had that. that too, yeah. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But I have people who have approached me after, like, not, you know, didn't take my course. I don't know. But a lot of people who didn't, who don't do it, and then they find my page, they'd be like, Yo, I didn't even know I could get a ring concession, bro. I'm just like, you ain't even know you had a Brian M and KN in your life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. So it's just there's there's different ways to structure it. So the new deal that I got, we got two event spaces in Brooklyn, New York, um, East New York, actually, that's where I'm from. So uh they were asking, uh, I always look for anything less than $25 a square foot. $25 uh, $25 a square foot, I would only pay if it's like turnkey. Yeah. $25 a square feet, $22 to $25 a square foot, I would only pay if it's like turnkey. Even before that, look, before like really ideally $16 to $22 a square foot. So they wanted $19 a square foot. But the thing about it is that they had two spaces left next to each other. I'm like, yo, I'll take both. Because I know that's going to give me more leverage. Mm-hmm. Leverage is the name of the game. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm like, yo, if I take both and I got to build it out, I know I can negotiate. So I got them down to $16 a square foot. My rent is $73.33 for 5,000 square feet in New York. Wow. One event, one event, not at both locations, one event at one location for a full day core package is $8,000. I can pay my rent at that two no locations in one day for both locations. Dang. Yeah. We're, we're aiming for 200K a month. If I, don't, if I don't get 200K a month by September, I'm be mad as hell. But that's the goal. Really? Uh-huh. All five spaces? Well, all four. So my fifth one, I, I just rent out the space to somebody. Like, they, like, they're just like a permanent tenant. But you don't own it. No, I sublease it. You leased it. Yeah. So, and like, I'll sub it to somebody else. Yeah. I like this guy. <laughs> I like this So, like, guy. I'll pay rent for like $3,000. i will sublease it out to them for like $48.50. That's lit. It's New York. Once you're locked into a once you're locked into a lease, your rent is going up per an annual escalation. It's generally about three percent in New York. I don't know where else is different because, as we just realized, New York is head crack season. Yeah. So, like Rango, so if they were to actually acquire a space organically by themselves, they'd probably be paying four or five thousand dollars for that same space. But since I'm already locked into a rent, uh, locked into a lease, and I already have like predetermined my rent for the next five, seven, ten years. I can just turn around and flip it to them. The landlord not going low, no, because it's the same business. I rented out to another event space owner. Mm-hmm. So they just think I'm still running as an event space. Got it. Got it. Okay. So um, so you're looking for non-turnkey spaces. Non-turnkey the spaces. The dirtier and beat up the better. Just like but real you estate. You still gotta have more money. You gotta have money to to build it out though. So that's another thing. You necessarily don't. You know what I'm saying? Because my thing is that, for one thing, people got to understand that, like, you don't, everybody gets caught up in, like, having their venue look a certain aesthetic and things like that. Like, you would understand there's different types of clientele where people can only afford a certain amount. So, like, yeah, you're designing your space to hit $5,000 clients or whatever, which is cool. That's great to shoot for. But you, there's, you could work up to that. You don't necessarily have to go straight to the top. You could work up to that. So, like, my first space... You know, I, I mean, I made a lot of mistakes in my first location. I definitely didn't make the same mistakes the third location. But uh, what I did is that, like, I only did what I absolutely needed. Floors, good lighting, white walls. 
Done. Regular tables and chairs, like super basic. So you get a space. Your major focus is floors. Flooring. Lighting. Lighting. Wall color, which is just paint the walls white. Because it could wall go with, white. Because it could go with any decor. If somebody has an undersea theme, if somebody has like a Winnie the Pooh theme or anything, you're not worried about your purple walls conflicting with their theme. It's white. It's a blank canvas. Oh. That's actually where we These got These are little things people don't know, bro. That's why I named my company Mannequin because Mannequin is like a blank canvas. The Mannequin, M-A-N-N-E-K-I-N. It's a trademark, by the way. <laughs> but it's uh, it's like a blank canvas. What do, you, what do you take with a mannequin? A mannequin, you dress it up however you want to. Our, all our venues are all white canvases. Mm, what about the floor? The flooring is like either like a light gray or like a marble white. Light gray or them, them new Johns, though, is porcelain. The two new venues is porcelain because I made money on the front end. So I just put it on the back end. Okay, so I'm… Because I'm building out another space. Nice. And my, my thing is… But I bought it. Okay. But the the how big? Uh 3750 square feet. Oh, that's a good size. Yeah. 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 Good, good hundred. I want to take you over there so you can see it. I'm I'm down. I'll push bookings over there. It's man. literally around the corner. Like literally like we could skateboard to that joint. Dude, right like I could put it on my website and start running bookings, bro. I, we could do all the marketing. Your website. Yeah, well, sorry. Well, like my Instagram. Yeah, because we just do all our bookings on Instagram. Is Instagram your website? More or less. We do a lot of traffic. I built my second location off Instagram. Just people boasting. See, you got to know how to market your space. That's another thing. People don't Walk know. me through that. Walk me so, through that. So, I'm really, really big on client retention. So, oof. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you have to. You're already started. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, every person that contacts us… You know this going to be good. He got hyped. <laughs> <laughs> every person… Every, every Oh, man. Oh, man. I, I'm giving y'all the… Ooh. Every person who walks through our door, who contacts us… We can't just let you go like that. Even if you don't book my space, I can't just let you go. Like, mm-hmm. we took, we family now, you know what I'm saying? So what we do is we have it set up in a way where like every… I know you from New York, yo. Yeah. You from New York. All right, go ahead. So what we do is we have a scheduling program that automatically re- records their first name, last name, email, and phone number. So even if you don't book my space, I'm marketing to you. You getting text messages about my space. You getting emails about our deals. I got a subscriber list of 12,000 people. I got a phone text message list of 4,000 people all in New York. This ain't no global brand. This is all in Brooklyn, New York. Because I don't want you on my email list if you can't book my spaces. So if somebody even is thinking about inquiring, they put in their name, email, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And now you got their information. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, so you, and that's kind of dope because if they're looking now, if they're on your website, they're looking for a space. Absolutely. Whether they want to do it now or whatever. But now you're going to continue to market to them for when they're ready. Absolutely. Because eventually you go, if you was thinking about an event now, eventually you're going to have an event. Even if you already had an event, you had a baby shower, you're going to have a first birthday. You're going to have a fifth birthday. Mm. If you had a wedding, you're going to have a reception. You're going to have a baby shower. Everything is a cycle. So you going, you don't, you may not need me now, but you're going to need me then. That's simple. And I'm going to get you. Yo, why are we not doing that, bro? Come on, You didn't take the course. I didn't take take the the course. course. Golly, making all kind of mistakes because I didn't take the course. But that's the big thing. A lot of people look at this and be like, yo, how does dude Brian make a 60, 70,000 a month off two little spaces? Because my spaces ain't big. You said 3750. My space is only 2200 and 2300 square feet. Mm. But we're doing 60K a month. New York's a different beast, though. What you mean? Atlanta is moving. Yo, I get But the numbers, we can't get the numbers we get in New York. Why you say that? Because there's so, one, there's so many. Two, we're just being competitive. Dude, in Brooklyn, there's literally four event spaces, at least per zip code. I got three event spaces on the same block of each of my event spaces. It's only a matter of time before they go out of business, though. 
<laughs> How much are you running per? Is it like per hour? How do you price? I rent it, it for the night. Just for the night. We don't do per hour. We do it for the night. So even if you want six hours, you're still paying full eight hour rate. How much is? Just give me a number. So uh, on a Saturday for our lower tier venues, Fulton and Ashford, it's about eighteen hundred uh, for a Saturday. Sundays to sixty. Do we get eighteen hundred for a night? What we get? Just don't say it out loud if it's too low. <laughs> is okay. it? Is, is, it, <laughs> <laughs> is that mind. bad? Wait, you it's mean low. here? Yeah. What is it like three digits? I, is it three digits? It gotta be three digits. No bro. way. But even, that's it's not shy. bad. No, that's not bad because when my first location, no, even my even the location that I charge eighteen hundred for now, we started like six seven hundred. Okay. You just build up. You build up. You add. Oh, so you gotta you gotta know what amenities people like. Mm. Amenities are big. Amenities are huge. Like, yeah, you could just have a raw... For people who, like, want literally nothing to do with their event space, they just want, like, super, super passive income. Even though mine are passive income, I don't do nothing. And we do full-day core packages. I got 12 events this weekend, and I'm not even in New York. I just, you know, I, I set it up that way. I just, you know, you got to have a system and stuff like that. I'll take the course. How do you... Set, what's the system, though? The system... So keep it getting... Okay, so I, I just got to step back. I'm sorry. Let me step back. Let me step back. <laughs> it's a lot. I know. So the first thing I would probably do is... I did find a location okay. because everybody needs an event. It's space. a recession-proof business. Yeah, for sure. Even during the well, how'd you do during the pandemic? Because we took a hit from one month. One Pan- month. Nah, pandemic was rough. I'm not gonna lie, but that was completely out of our control. That was like literally like New York was a ghost town. Come Nobody up. was open. Come up a oh, I'm sorry. Like New York was a ghost town. Nobody. Like only the only literally the only stores that were open in New York. God is my witness. Delis and pharmacies. You know what's crazy? We only took a hit for about a month. We took a month. Atlanta we took, never closed. Really. Atlanta never closed, dude. We took a hit from February 13th. I remember because this girl, I know her name was like Kiana. She went, she was like, yo, Brian, please. I know it's about to be on lockdown, but I just want to have my baby shower and get it over with. I'm just like, I sis, I was so paranoid. I was waiting outside my venue, like, oh, what the cops are going to show me, dude? Like, I was so right. shook. But it worked out. He shut it down at 11 o'clock. I was like, click, click, lock the door. I'm out, gone. But yeah, our last event was like February 15th. We didn't open back up until August, got Ooh. shot down again, and then opened back up until February. So we were gone. We were done for like a good year. Ooh. And it was rough. It was real bad. Like, I'm telling you, I had people blowing up my phone, like, yo, I'm going to take you to court. I want to get my money. Nah, nah. I'm just like, it's a global pandemic. What you want me to do? I didn't shut down my space. Right. Are you did no refunds? Uh, am I allowed to say that on camera? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we did. So I mean, we did the fairest thing possible, which is we did no refund, free reschedule. Free reschedule. Free reschedule. So like the business can go under. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So we just said like, yo, anything uh, you could book, you have until 18 months because of things like you have to have a baby, things like that. 18 months. I mean, that, that worked out for That's 90. Fair. That worked out for 95%. That was the fairest thing we could do. Yeah. Like, yo, you're losing. I'm losing because I can't book a date because I'm physically, un- I'm, I'm legally unable to. You can't book the date because you're legally unable to. It's it's both out of both our hands. So it's, it doesn't make sense that we both lose out like that. Gotcha. So that was gotcha. the fairest thing that we could do. I feel like I feel like okay. So you find a location. How are you looking at the location? So I definitely look for. I don't really care since we're living in a digital digital era now. I don't really care about street presence anymore because I know I can market digitally. I don't care. I, I my Fulton location is in a basement. Does thirty thousand dollars a month, base basement. Mm. So the way I the way I kind of look at it is just it's got to be in an accessible area. And the one thing I really look at is like. Like I mentioned, you, you got to do market comp research. Like my, ooh, <laughs> yeah, you're funny, bro. <laughs> I, 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 I. So this is what I did, right? This is what I did, right? So when I first got into event space, I was like 22, right? I got my first event space. I'm just like, there's a lot of people in Brooklyn. 
Because like I mentioned, because even you said like you, in Atlanta, there's a lot of event spaces. In Brooklyn, I guarantee you there's more event spaces for zip code in Brooklyn than Atlanta. Guarantee you or your money back. So I'm just like, all right, cool. How am I going to set myself apart from the crowd? What I got to do? What I did is I mystery shopped every single venue within a five-mile radius of the location I was opening. Yo, how much you charge? How many hours? What do you provide? How many people? What's the square footage? Everything. Made a whole Excel spreadsheet of like 30 different venues. Yo, all right, where are we in the market? Where are we in the market? So I was just like, all right, cool. All the venues that charge this much, provide this. All the venues that are this big, charge that. And I just kind of like segue. I'm just like, all right, I'm going to be like just under. Get my initial clientele. And then I'm just like slowly build up once I have a clientele. Mm-hmm. So that's how you really do it. That's, that's that's for… So I don't really… Once I get into a location that is like… People are like… You want to look at urban metropolis areas. Like Brooklyn, everybody lives in like high-rise buildings, 60 units. They can't… They don't have… A, oh, my fault. They don't have… A, they don't have space to have a party. Think about it. You live in an apartment, a one-bedroom apartment. How you fit in 60 cousins and brothers and sisters? So those are areas that I like to have my event space, which is Brooklyn, which is Atlanta too. Atlanta is really, really, you know, high population. So I just, once I get that, once I figure that out, then it's like, you know, all right, cool. What other amenities are they providing? Or do they have this type of lighting? Like one, a big thing is up lighting, like the colored lighting. People go crazy over that. I know, I know event spaces that look like dirt, garbage, basura, but like they got really, really nice lighting. So people book them. Why we ain't got no uplighting, Joe? And uplighting is super cheap you got to colors? get. Oh, you lit. Where's the colors at? Not though. We need some better ones. You need than some that. lit shit. Oh, sorry. Thanks. We, gotta get we got to get the course. All right, Yo, so. man, you got to get the course, bro. <laughs> nah, but like, there's just really, really easy ways to market your space just to kind of set. Like, for one thing, is uplighting. Another thing that people don't think about is a sink. You got to have a sink in your venue. You have to have a sink. You have to have a sink. Like, not like a bathroom sink, but like, like a, just like a commercial sink. Like, Why though? People just like, it's just hygienic. People like to wash their hands. So like a bar, sink, fridge, kitchenette. Kitchenette goes crazy. If you don't have a kitchenette, you're losing out on a big bag. Literally, I don't know. You you have a kitchenette here? We don't have a kitchenette. We have a bathroom. Oh man, just cut out, dude. Like two walls. Get a contractor, slap up two walls. It's all perception, baby. But what if the kitchenette is like tucked off? Because we have a space that so we could put it. Uh-huh. But it's not. it's not like in the space. What do you I mean, mean it's, so see that door? Uh-huh. That's where the bathrooms are. Uh huh. Over there, it's fine. That's perfect, okay. and and people even prefer that because it's tucked away. Nobody really sees it. Right. So it's like you can have your main area right here, your focal point. That's a big thing I always look at when I when I have event spaces. Focal point. Focal point is super important because it can't be obstructed. Like focal point, like you know where the you know the bride and groom or the mother and father, like where they're at. That's you got to have that like clear of obstructions. You have high. Oh man, I'll go crazy in this space. I would eat in this space. Tell me why. You have high ceilings. You have a nice open floor plan. You have built-in HVAC. You replace all these bulbs with uh with built-in LED with built-in uh like Philips Hue LEDs. Change the different colors. You set it off in here, man. Mm. Let me know if I get an affiliate dog. I got you. Oh, we so gonna, nice. we gonna so run nice. it out, so bro. Nice. I'd be like, yo, mannequin got an best taste in Atlanta. Holla at your boy. Like, you can so get it crazy. Nice. Y'all, y'all have this in June. That's another thing, too. You gotta know timing of the year. Yeah. A lot of people think that just because it's a recession-proof business, like I've had people DM me just like, oh, event spaces are cool because like y'all never get slow. Huh? You got to time the market. So like I'll tell y'all real quick, like and every, every, there's like stages of guest count, which, because you got to remember like 200, 300 people, that's like wedding. People are typically booking four to six months in advance. Uh, 100 to 75 to 150, that's like baby showers, uh, kids parties, 
communions, milestone birthdays. People are generally booking two to four months in advance. And then like little raga raga parties and like you know, little bashes and stuff like that. They just book whenever. Like I've had people try to book me for this week and I'm just like, sorry, Bucko, I can't help you. Mm. So you got you to gotta understand timing too. So like generally, especially in Brooklyn, uh, t- the most popular uh, group of people is 75 to 100. 75 to 150 people. So people typically book in two to three months in advance. So our most popular months is like January, February, March. Slows down in... Well, January, February, January, so March, February, and March, it kind of slows down. April, it picks up because April is two months before June. Mm. June is like communion season, graduation. Like every... I don't even have a Thursday available in June. Really? Just because like everything. And like you got to catch them with like these little deals. Like there's a whole way to market it. And so I'm, I could go into that if you want to go into no, that. No, 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 we'll go, no, no. All right. So like with marketing, right? Like you got to... You got you to, gotta, like, people think urgency is only for, like, online stuff. You can use urgency everywhere. So, like, I've had days where I, li- I literally make 15 bands off my event space just because I did, like, a three-day flash sale. Like, yo, $2,000, get XYZ, ends Friday night. People, I've had open houses I can't even move. Just flooded out. I got a call for help. Like, yo, can you come and, like, just help me out with this open house real quick? Flooded. I'm talking 16, 18 appointments within an hour. Within an hour. How are you, I don't understand how you're marketing, though. I don't, I don't understand it. Okay, so, like, you want, like, the whole... Okay, so this is this is how we... All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm probably doing... <laughs> yeah, let me Yo, I, I need a non-compete clause if anybody comes to Brooklyn, New York, because I'm coming for you if you use this tactic and you're not my mentee. All right, so people inquire about the venue. We use this app called Acuity Scheduling. I'm sure a lot of people have heard about it. So, but the thing about Acuity is that it's cool. Like, they can schedule their own appointment. Mm-hmm. Right? You were about to ask them if you guys use Acuity. No, no, no. no. I think we do. <laughs> okay. No, we don't. I use Acuity for something I do. You got to use Acuity for your event space. Because if you're schedule your open house, you streamline the entire process. You don't even got to look at it. I don't answer no inquiries. I don't I don't even know what my booking okay, is. Okay, explain like. it. Explain it from start to finish. So use Acuity. Right. So Acuity Scheduling. People inquire like, hey, Brian, I want to have an event June 30th for my mom's birthday. Cool. Uh, come to open house. We don't even talk pricing over the phone. Come to open house because all details is open house. Just because you don't want to, you don't want to scare somebody away with the price, especially when you're charging those kind of numbers, 18, 19, 2,000, 2,500. We charge only, we charge four bands for the two new spaces. The, for the ones that, uh, the, for the ones that, uh, that are 2,500 square feet where I can pay my rent in one day, it's four bands for one event. That's what we paid around one day. So mm. uh, they come through Acuity, they book first name, last name, phone number, email. Now what we have, the tech comes in is we use a Zap, Zapier. I'm sure you heard of Zapier. So with the Zap, what happens is that Zapier, uh, it takes their email, funnels it into our MailChimp, takes their phone number, funnels it into Textedly. So now every time, even if you... Textedly. Textedly. T-E-X-T-E-D-L-Y. Textedly. Textedly. Yeah, yeah. But there's a bunch of different... Like there's active campaign, there's easy text, there's a whole bunch. But those are just the ones that we use. So now, even if you... Are you writing this down? Where? (laughs) Taking the notes? Okay, cool. But write down the flow of the stuff, man. The chain so, is important. The chain is important because you can't have no leakage. So it started up because Joe was he, he was lacking. He was lacking. He was on the gram. <laughs> Get off the gram, Joe. All right, so... All right, so... Yes, so they come in so to the website. They the inquire... Website? So they hit us on text or or uh, or Instagram. Okay, doesn't okay. matter. Or email us, whichever one. However you're going to get me, you get me. I'm taking yeah, everything. For sure. So they hit us up. Hey, what's up? Uh, your date's available. Come to open house. Now you're getting my acuity scheduling link. So you get the acuity scheduling link. Now once you sign in, first name, last name, email, phone number, the, your phone number is going to textedly. Your email is going to MailChimp. Okay, hold that one second. So you don't do showings throughout the week? We it's do. just one day you do open house? No, we do it Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. 
Oh, so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is open house. Yeah. I see. But you still have to make an appointment. Yeah. That's the thing. You have to, because if you just do open house, they walk in, they walk out. You don't have no data. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have, like, it's an open house. Technically, yeah, you could just walk off the street, yeah. but you got to make an appointment. Gotcha. It's also our way to kind of control the flow of things. Like, we don't want too many people, especially now with COVID and everything, we don't want too many people together at one time. So we, we do, like, maybe two bookings at one time, mm. per se. So... So whether so like I said, acuity scheduling it take, it uses Zapier to send the uh, send the phone number to Textedly and the email to Mailchimp. So whether you book, you don't book, you show up, don't show up, book another venue. I still have your information. Yeah. So like I'll have like twenty appointments in one day. Maybe only half will show up. That's cool. That's fine. That's cool. That's fine. But like, I'm still getting information. Right. And client retention is key. People don't understand that client retention is key because like like we just said. You may not book me this time. You might come and book me another time. I've had people be like, oh, yeah, I booked this other venue. I'm just like, oh, so why didn't you just go back to them? Oh, well, you know, I saw your text message. Oh. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah, you saw my text message. I popped up on your timeline. You like that, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> she got that, she got that, she got that hey big head text. Like, yo, you want to save on a, on a, on a $2,000 venue in decor? I got you, baby. I got you. Just like that, man. So just, is and texting is very, very intimate, too. Emails, yeah. like, email might hit somebody's spam box or whatever. Yeah. I mean, we have a pretty high... Oh, yeah. Ooh, I could get down to the... Oh, let me drink some water first. <laughs> you want to know how to get your email uh, your email open rate crazy? 100%. I talked about this at the Mastermind with Neo. So, when you, um, when you, when you send out an email to somebody, right, and they respond, what does the subject say? And I respond? If, if, you, send a, if you email me and I respond, what does it come up to in your inbox? R-E. R-E. Yeah. You immediately get glued to that, right? Yeah. So we'll send out an email blast. And this is how we get like 30, 40% open rate. We'll be like, R-E, your latest inquiry. So it looks like they reached out to us, but we're really reaching out to them. Mm. You get that. And you get that open rate 30 to 40%. And then in the headline, you get it crazy. Like, yo, flash sale, flash sale, flash sale. Ends this Friday night. This $2,000. Like, yo, they go crazy. <laughs> crazy. Yo, I walked out like 12, 15 bands in an open house. I'm like, oh, yeah, y'all got it. Like, let's go. Yo. Okay, 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 okay. okay. All right. Calm down, man, because you're about to make me get another space. <laughs> Yo, right? I'm about to give me like 10 more. It's too easy. Oh, I could talk about the staffing and the automation. You want to know how to, you want to know how to. I don't even got to ask questions in this interview. Like, oh, man. Oh, man. So there's a certain way to like, so acuity is a great thing. So you got to look at different. So one thing, one, one of the biggest things I like is I'm really big on, big on like system, systems, logistics, operations. Like, I don't like any system where I got to be a part of it. So acuity is like one big thing. People can score. I mean, I have an assistant now just because we do a lot more complicated things like decor and rentals and stuff like that. So it gets a little hairy. Mm -hmm. But if you're just doing like simple stuff, like just the event space tables and chairs, dude, you don't even need an assistant. You could just literally have an acuity link on. You can literally have an acuity link on your website. Just like, yo, schedule your open house right here. Boom. Now that's done. You ain't got to talk to nobody no more. And if you want, you can even embed a link to your Google calendar on your website so they can see real time what days you have available and what days you don't. Yeah. So you never got to answer people. But with the prices that we charge, I like to provide a little bit more of a personalized service, which is why I have a full-time assistant now. <clears throat> now, when it comes to day-to-day -day event, lockbox. If, even if you don't want to have a lockbox, event attendant. So lockbox is, is the easiest way Sorry, to do it. My, my fault. Uh, uh, lockbox is the easiest way to do it things uh, inexpensively. Mm -hmm. You put a lockbox in front of your door. You send up the key. Ooh. Go Reminders. That's another app that I've been using for a minute. So Go, Go Reminders. Go Reminders. So with Go Reminders, what you can do is you can set it up. Like, say, for example, David Shands. Uh, say, for example, you booked an event with my event space this Saturday at like 4 o'clock. 
it'll text you 24 hours before with a pre uh, a like a like a like a pre-written message like hey David Chans this is just this is a confirmation of your appointment at Mannequin NYC at four o'clock your lockbox code is seven five seven five please arrive at the venue fifteen minutes early that thing's just on automatic mm. I don't even gotta talk to you you ain't got you have all the information right there I don't gotta worry about you not having access or anything like that and the even better thing I recorded a, this is like I mean this is just like like you could use this stuff for Airbnb and stuff like that I have a video of how to use a lockbox so if you don't know how to use a lockbox it automatically sends to you. And that's just how, that's like how you automate your, cause like there was a certain while where I'm just like, bro, like I gotta come and open up for these people at four o'clock. Then I gotta come back and close at 11. Like, I'm not trying to do all that. Hell no. Right. So I have my lockbox there. You open up for yourself, you close for yourself. And now you gotta have a little bit of leverage to go back to leverage. If you don't return the keys, $100. If you leave late, (laughs) it's $175 an hour. And I got cameras. So you can lie to me, you lie to yourself. I know what time you got there. I know what time you left. Oh, yeah, you left at 1230. That's funny because my camera says you left at 105. All right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it and we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, the how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together a Patreon. We put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships, okay? So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. The support is appreciated. Okay, thank you so much. Now back to the episode. That's tough. funny. Tough. <laughs> That's funny. That's tough. You got to have cameras. That's sure. another thing. Like, I be telling people, like, you got to protect yourself in this event space game. Like, like right now, we have in our... Uh, we have on our website, like you could download our contract for just $7. So our contract is, you know, battle test has seen over a thousand events. It's well seasoned, it's been reviewed by lawyers. So one thing I kind of realized that like you know, a lot of people, a lot of people don't really, you know, know what to put in their contract. Obviously so. You've never been in events. This is your brand new venture. How are you going to know what to put in your event space? You can call a lawyer if they've never been in event space. How are they going to know either? Yeah. So even at our, uh, you know, on our website, myowneventspace.com, you can download our contract for $7 and it'll literally give you our, literally our own battle-tested contract to use for your own event. So mm-hmm. contract is a big thing. Security deposits is a big thing. Security. A lot of people skimp on security. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. 
By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Security. Yo, that extra $150 that you're going to pay for a night for a security guard is going to save you a lot on the back end. Because when you got people who don't want to leave, people want to mess up your stuff, people want to be smoking, drinking, all this extra stuff congregating outside. Yo, congregate, especially in New York, that could get you in a lot of trouble, bro. There's people hanging outside, cups outside. That's how you please get shut down. I know a lot of venues, especially in Brooklyn, New York, who got shut down. Oh, why? Oh, yeah, I didn't have security. Oh, okay. people, just, people just hanging around outside. Just hanging out outside, loitering. That's illegal. Mm. So security? We need more. We need security for... Yo, because we've had situations... I know you probably experienced this. We're so leery about um, renting out for New Year's Eve. Right. Because New Year's Day, when you come back, there's always something weird. Absolutely. Every Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Yeah. New Year- so New Year's Eve, we actually price hike. New Year's Eve, we double the price. You want this New Year's Eve, you're going to pay for this New Year's Eve. Because mm-hmm. that's going to enable me to get extra. I always- For New Year's Eve, I do extra security. Mm-hmm. Shut off. Uh, we do shut off at 4 a.m. Normally, it's 1 a.m. That's another thing. Time. Time is another big thing. We don't go past midnight events. Because then you start getting into the club lounge scene. Clubs and lounges close at 4 a.m. All our events close at midnight, out by one o'clock. That automatically mitigates your risk when it comes to uh, the kind of clientele that you attract. Because think about it. Somebody who want to have a little baby shower, they're not trying to be there until midnight. Yo, I'm pregnant. I want to be out by 11 o'clock. Perfect. You can sign right here. <laughs> I love it. I you know love what I'm it. saying? Right there. Right there. So it's like, there's really, it's weeding out your client. That's another thing too. People be like, I had some mentees. Like They'd be like, yo, these people want to have hookah. These people want to drink, smoke. I'm just like, because what you provide is breeding that kind of clientele. Once you tell people off the rip, yo, it's an eight-hour rental, set up and break down. We out by one o'clock and no selling alcohol, no hookah, no congregation outside. They already know you on your piece of cues. Yeah. They already know that, like, yo, I can't bring this BS to this guy. He's serious. He don't want to lose his venue. And then plus another big thing is the way we maintain our venues. We maintain yeah. our venues very, very pristine, all white walls, floors is nice and buffed and waxed and things like that. Bathrooms got porcelain tiled. You're not going to come into that. First of all, it's going to cost you. Mm-hmm. Second of all, you're not going to come into that and be like, yo, I'm going to mess this place up. No, you're going to be like, yo, this place looks so nice. I want to have my little baby shower with a little focal point with a throne chair. And where are you going to get that throne chair? You're going to get it from me. From you. How and big I- is your space? How big is your um, your storage space for all your rentals? 4,000 square feet. So 4,000 square feet. So something like this, yeah. We just all... It's all stuff. rental furniture. Yeah, absolutely. And I put my truck in there too. And my I-8. What truck? Uh, I have a high-roof Dodge Ram Promaster 2500. If you're delivering rentals, you got to get a high-roof cargo van because a love seat's not going to fit in a regular cargo van. High, high... Like, you could, like if you're six feet tall, you can stand up in it. Got it. How much is one of those? Because I want to go... Yeah, I'm trying to get one for, yeah, the new space. Yeah. How, um, how much is that called? We how paid like 25 for hours. 25 on it? Yeah. No, 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 no. 25,000. 25,000? Gotcha. And uh, obviously it pays for itself. Oh, absolutely. Okay, now I'm now I'm thinking we need to just get another space. Or would you suggest storage unit? It depends. I started out in storage units, but it depends on how much stuff you have. Because like in New York, the biggest storage unit on average you're going to see is a 10 by 30, which is 300 square feet, right. which is the size of a closet. Yeah, that's... We have over here. About that same size. So if you think about, you got, like I've had, I've like imported like, containers of furniture overseas. I got a container coming next month 
uh, of like just 80 different pieces of furniture, pedestals, backdrops, gold, stainless steel, pretty stuff, mm. real pretty stuff. I got to put that in my warehouse. So yeah, that's why we got sure. the warehouse. And we like, we built a second level to save more space, things like that. I could park my truck in there, metal gate, it's super comfortable. I wonder if I should lease a space or I should try to find a uh, space to buy. For the, for a uh, warehouse? Yeah. I would buy. If if you can, see in New York, the warehouse is Warehouse yeah, it's, it's cheaper here, though. Yeah, so if you... Well, I might mess around and buy a warehouse, bro. Let me know. I'm trying to go half and half. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, I'll manage the event spaces. <laughs> I'll come down, bro. So, yeah, because the thing about a warehouse, especially with the e-commerce boom, even if you're not really using all the, the space in totality, you could rent it out for for other people's warehouse. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody who's got a little clothing line. Hey, I only need 1,200 square feet, 1,500 square feet. You have them pay your rent. That's what I do with my event space. Straight like that. Straight like that. Just like that. that. If you're if you're went for, if you're if your mortgage for your warehouse is two thousand dollars and you're charging them two thousand dollars, now you storing your stuff for free, and they're paying down a mortgage. Let me ask you: Do you use those websites like Eventective? Eventective, Events Up, Peer Space. Um, kind of, sorta. I don't really need to because we have our own organic traffic so much. And then the thing about with Peer Space is that they take a heavy cut. It's like 15, 20%. It's you think about a two thousand dollar booking, that's so that's a couple on it. Yeah. And, and for some because you gotta understand something about events. This isn't like an e-commerce business where it's like, or this isn't even like McDonald's, like you buy a burger, I can still make someone for somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Right. I only have one June 5th, 2021. I only have one May 30th, 2021. If you book it or you book it. It's still the same amount of money, but if you book it on PeerSpace, I get 15% less. Right, I'd rather right. give to somebody who's booking for me organically, who came from another party, who came from a referral, who saw me down the street, who saw me on Instagram. Because we got over 20,000 followers on Instagram. And like I said, we got over 12,000 people on email lists. This is why it's crucial to maintain your, your, to keep your client's info. Because now it's just like every time I send them a blast, oh, my sister's getting pregnant in two months. Oh, they having a, not getting pregnant in two months, but having a baby in two months. <laughs> 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 it's planning on having a baby shower in two months. Oh, I just got this deal. Let me pass along the information. It's why it's so important to keep your client's information. You have to. Gosh, I think we started on like, I mean, that's that's the only way we really promote a market. I mean, we do Instagram and stuff like that, but not really heavy because we're more so relying on like the peer space and the the event space booking sites. I mean, it's 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 cool for it's cool for traffic that you don't have to worry about. Mm-hmm. Like it's like running Facebook ads, like it just kind of comes to you. But the thing about it is that like when you're known for event space, it's just kind of like yeah, you've you been have going crazy to. for four years. Yeah, I've been going crazy for a couple of years now, so I didn't really even peer space wasn't even out when I first started. Mm. So it's just like I mean I don't know if they were like beta testing or something right, like right. that, but like it wasn't like big like how it is now. And even PeerSpace now, like they send bookings, but it's not like crazy, crazy. I mean, we get like twenty messages. So you're still on the platforms. You just yeah, I'm on the in. platform because like why not? Yeah. But like I, I'm really cautious with bookings that I take on that too. Gotcha. And then it takes for like with PeerSpace too, you don't get paid until seven days after the event. Mm. As opposed to, I'm, so I'm not getting paid seven days until you done had your event. You're well and gone. I still got to wait time for my events for mm. my money. As opposed to somebody giving me a five hundred dollar deposit right now and paying off their balance two weeks before the day of the event. That's not happening, nah. bro. That ain't now, it. What were you doing before these event spaces, bro? I was a server. Where? Uh, Magianos. You was at Magianos. Yeah, I can see that. I, was, I can I was see you as a lit bro. server. Like, I was the best yeah. server, man. I, dude, I was walking out with like 450 when dudes was walking out with 175, dude. And the, and the thing is that I worked in Long... Oh, I, don't, I don't know if I can go into all that. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like in Long Island, they don't got too many like colored folk. Like at least uh, the part yeah. where I was at. 
So they see like, you know, young, educated, you know, you know, little brown skin dude and smiling at you, serving you food. They they like that. A little extra tip. I'll take it. That's a fact. Oh, bro, because I worked in Buckhead. Okay. And um I was I was at Cheesecake Factory. I was there six years. Oh, nice. Total. Yeah. I got a how job long, at Cheesecake. How long was you at uh, Magiano's? Uh like a year. I yeah. got fired. For what? What'd you do? I'm real insubordinate. I don't like people telling me what to do. <laughs> you see why I'm in entrepreneurship. Yeah, as long as you know it yourself. But yeah, nah, that, that that's a real thing. So somebody, somebody might, someone might hear that, say, well, it wasn't much colorful, but that's a factor in terms of we don't necessarily, as a people, we don't not a tip. Or I don't think it's not, I don't want to give you the money, but Oprah, yo, you know, Oprah said that. You should tip your server 10%. Oprah said that. That's grimy. To, That's it, grimy. your own people. Customary tip is 20%, y'all. Customary tip is 20%. And now I'm starting to see, um, I'm starting to see on receipts, they're giving me the option for 25% now. So I think I'm seeing a lot of restaurants that they 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 include it. Yeah, I'm seeing that too. Almost every almost every high-end restaurant that I've been to in the past like 30 days, yeah. it's included. See at Cheesecake Factory, you had to have like six or more people. For them to include... To include the gratuity, gratuity right? Yeah. yeah. Now, it could be a two-top. They're, they're, they're taking 20%. Yeah. Your bill's $100. You go and treat charge is buck 20. See? Maggiano's, it wasn't like that, which is why, like, sometimes the money was iffy. But, like, you got to... You gotta, I, could, I, could go, I could give server sauce, Oh, man. bro. That, listen, we can talk about that all day. I okay? could give <laughs> server sauce. Like, oh, you want to be a nice... Yo, you got to understand, but like... really, it translates in our Absolutely. 100%. Dude, multitasking, communication. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? Uh, dealing with different types of clientele. Mm-hmm. All those skills. I recommend, honestly, everybody get a server job. 100%. Everybody. 100%. It just teaches you skills. And then, like, the money's so easy. Yeah. It's as bad as drug dealing, honestly. Because <laughs> you walk home with cash every you day. You walk home with cash every day. You just make up, like, yeah, I made, like, 100. You walked out, like, 500. Like, bro, who, mm-hmm. gonna, tell, who gonna tell on me? Like, you, <laughs> hey, bro, I'm going home. I'm out. Like, it's That's so the bread. And it was out. It was a very, it was, it was in Garden City, mm-hmm. which is a more affluent neighborhood right mm-hmm. next to Roosevelt Field Mall. We got like Neiman Marcus and Bloomingdale's and stuff yeah. like that. So like them, 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 them Caucasian folks bad. was throwing it. Yeah, they were like, oh my God, bad. is Brian here? I'd be like, <laughs> hey, Miss Shirley, how you doing? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, y'all be there in a sec. I can have 10 tables. Miss Shirley calling me, I'm out. Because Miss Shirley gonna leave me that 30% tip on a $200 check. 100%. Yo, did you, um, did you get into event spaces right after so I actually, oof, my life was rough. All right, so I was living in Queens. So I was like 22 at the time when I had my second event space. So my second event space was in, in Bed-Stuy. Which How was old were you with your first event space? 21. How old are you now? 25. You're 25? Yeah. Golly. How y- old do I look? Don't answer I that. I would have thought Don't 25. Answer Don't answer that. No, I can tell because of your energy, I would think you'll be a little younger than me. I'm 36. So. You look very young. I uh, appreciate you. No, no. But I, did, I I wouldn't have... I mean, yo, 25... Are you married? No. You're never going to get married at this rate. You get too much money, bro. Damn, I don't know. Damn, you have you to put me on the podcast. You get too much money, too like, lit, bro. I'm I mean, it's, I'm, it's hard. It's, it's the freedom, too. man. It's it the, the freedom, freedom yeah. man. The freedom is beautiful. Just like... Because, like, I really... People don't understand, like, especially with events, because it's something that's just so... Easy to automate. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, I'm like, like I said, I'm gonna be in the, the the conference with Neo this Saturday. I have 12 events back in New York. I'm not even worried because I have a system in place. I got mm-hmm. people in the right place, people at the right time, people answering messages, all that stuff. Like, I got open house going on right now. Right now, I have open house going on. My venue is being shown by probably I got like six points right now. I'm here with you. Mm. 
Is it easy to get into? Oh, so how'd you... Is, okay, that was the first question. Is it easy to get into? So going back to the moving cost part, it really you if the way you structure the way you structure your deal really makes a big difference. So I'll tell you about my first deal. So my first my first my first second well my second location Fulton Street was. Why don't you talk about your first location? Because my first location it was it was already like kind of built out. It was like in the family type of thing. So I just kind of like like was just working there. Kind of thing. It wasn't like really like my own own. You know what I'm saying? Fulton was like my first own that I got and just kind of like built that out from scratch. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So Fulton was thirty eight fifty a month, uh, two three months security, one month rent. So I had to hand over like a sixteen thousand dollar check. The way I had the money was I was serving. Mm-hmm. I was serving and I was working for the family the family event space. Like the one so, family the- event space. Do you get your own while exactly. you're still serving? Absolutely. While I'm still going to school too. Got it. Yeah, while well, I'm still going to school too. Yeah, I was on my hustle, bro. I was going to school in, in, in New York, Brew College. I was living in Queens, working in Long Island. My event space is in Brooklyn. Like I and I had a little Nissan Alti. Like I was zipping <laughs> everywhere, man. I was just like, I literally bought the, my Nissan Altima in three weeks after serving. Saved up all my Jeez. cash, bought my Nissan Altima. Cause dude, I was taking the, the, the bus three hours to get to work. Garden mm. City. Yeah, you there's no trains out there. So you had to take the bus three hours to get to work, bro. I started working at five. I'm leaving my house at one fifty. It was gruesome, yes. But I was just like, yo, honestly, this money's lit. Yeah. So I'm gonna just stack up. I'm gonna keep my head down, just stack up real quick. And I was living with my mom at the time too, so it wasn't too bad. Um, I just stacked up my bread for like three weeks, and then I went out and bought a car cash. Mm, you know, nice. people be people be afraid to like. I mean, I don't really talk about that that much, but people like. They look at you. They look at they look at the overnight success. You know what I'm saying? They be like, "Yo, how he lit? He traveling? He doing this? He got a car? He got a this, that, and there." Dude, my first event space, I literally stripped the tiles down myself, painted the walls myself, fixed bathrooms myself. Like people look at me now, like, "Oh, he wearing Balenciaga and stuff like that." Dude, I could fix toilets. I could lay tile. Mm-hmm. I could compound. I could paint. I could do sheetrock. I could roof. I could do a lot of things. I don't do it anymore because it's not the highest and best use of my time. Mm-hmm. But when I was coming up, I had to do it. Dude, I was 22. I was broke. I literally, I spent $40,000 building on my event space. How I got the money is I saved it from serving. Literally just like all my money just <laughs> taking every over. And like, I, I, dude, I was working as a server. Dude, I rolled back my hours serving just so I could put in more shifts. Because you don't make your money on hours. Yeah. You make your money off tips. Sure. Look, I would be putting 60 But when you start hitting a certain hours, they, they like, they try to, it's kind of like, they don't want you to like, do yeah, overtime. Work, yeah. So I would, if I'm coming up, so like what I would do is like I wouldn't clock in into like my first table. Yeah. And like as soon as I roll my chair out, clock out. Yeah. So like I would work like 10 hours a day, but it would only say like six. Yeah. So I'd be able to get like a couple extra shifts. And I just like saved. I was working eight, nine shifts a weekend. Mind you, mind you, still going to school, still coming from, from Queens. It was rough. But I mean like y'all, I wanted my own space. Eventually I had the cash, handed over a $16,000 check to get Fulton, put like another $30,000 in it. But here's the thing, though. A lot of people think you just got to dig out your, your pocket and just build out these spaces. No, I was pre-selling that, John. Pre-selling that, John. So as soon as soon as I did the floors, run an open house. And I'm incentivizing you by doing these early bird deals, these packages. I, I hit up this company where I was just like, yo, looks like your cheapest love seat. Got a love seat for like $1,000. Yo, you book my event space right now, I'll give you a love seat on the house. That love seat would sit out there for like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Every event had that love seat. Every event had that baby table. Every event had that wall. Just I'm moving. I'm pushing it all on Instagram. Wow. Because I had to get that bread up. Like, yo, I'm looking at $30,000 I got to put into the space. Lighting was like 5K. Flooring was like another eight bands. Painting was like another 2,000. Like, I'm just like, and I'm doing, and I'm doing a lot of the work myself. But I just got to pay contractors for this and that the third because I can't do everything. I'm one person. I'm like 22. Like, 
But it was it was it was a grind. But I'm happy now because like I learned all this stuff. They ain't they're. I'm the best in this game. I'm not even gonna like lie to you. I can see that. I'm the in event spaces. Because I have event space and I'm trash. And, and I'm just like, there no, ain't but no, and we still we still make money. I, dude, like literally, like, cause I'm looking at it like, bro, I could keep taking on more spaces or I could raise my average event value. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, cool. I could get more spaces, have like 10 spaces each do like two thousand dollars. That's twenty, that's each sorry, I I I could have 10 event spaces, each doing like two thousand dollars, that's twenty thousand, or I could have one event space, sell each package for like five bands. Now, in four weekends, I make 20 bands. Mm. Each of my event spaces does 30, 35K a month. I have two event spaces doing 60 to $70,000 a month. Just off the space. We didn't even talk about the rental company. We didn't even talk about full day do core. Make, do you make more from the rental company? No, but it helps. So the money that I make from my rental company, the rental company does like 25, 30K a month. But uh, the reason I like the rental company, having the rental company is because it pays for my staff and it pays for my warehouse. So all the venue money is cash. So your rental company makes you twenty five to thirty thousand a month. Yeah, we're changing it up though now. Like I'm, we're kind of like because now that we have five event spaces, we're not really doing outside rentals as much. Just because, yeah, just because we don't really have to. But I didn't want to lose out on that money, so this is what we did. We have brand new packages that start at a thousand. And they going out like hotcakes. So, so the package, you put it all together. and yeah. So it's not like they're picking and choosing a la carte, like what I need. So they can. So you get a package of like certain furniture. Like, all right, cool. Uh, for $2,000, you'll get a throne chair, a round wall, decal, tablecloths, napkins, napkin ring, centerpieces, charger plates, and like a champagne wall or bottle shelf wall for like $2,000. I own everything. Mm. So it don't matter to me. It's all profit. And I know my numbers so well. Like, yo, all right, cool. Package goes out for $2,500. I got three people on staff. That's $160 for one hour, $160 for the pickup. My profit margin is like 83, 87% off a package. Mm. And then like I might bundle it. Like I might throw in a balloon garland, hire a balloon artist, hire a florist. I got to know my numbers on that too, which is something I also teach in like my event planner handbook. That was my first course I ever made. I'm just like, yo, a lot of your event planners doing these big lavish events, but y'all not seeing no money. And I know that for a fact because I had a lot of event planners who owed my rental company money. Literally owed us money. Like, bro, how do you have a $6,000 event? You owe me money. But they're not watching their numbers. I'm big on the finances of things. Like, I got to know my numbers out of the back of my hand. Like, for example, off that 60K spread, if we do 30K, uh, if we did, my accountant going to be mad at me for doing this. But hey, what's up, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, why are you talking to numbers, bro? I'll be like, hey, man, it's David Shans. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. This so, is us here. This We're just chatting, you know, like 2 million viewers. Who cares? <laughs> um, but like, so off 30K, I get a $5,000 paycheck. All my employees get, get paid. All the bills are paid. And there's money left for the business for another day. Anything after 30K is an 83% profit split. So like… Well, oh, this 30K number is from monthly total yeah. of the events… The Just the rentals. event space. The event Just space or rental? Yeah. Just event space. Just event space. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Just event space. So if we do the, th- the event space, do 30K a month. I get a $5,000 paycheck. Uh, all the employees get paid. All the bills are paid. Rent, utilities, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And there's a little bit of cash left over for the next. Why is it costing twenty something thousand dollars to run this building, this event space? What do you mean? Because if it's thirty thousand, you get five. That's twenty five thousand. I don't do anything. That's why. I just I just get five thousand dollars just for being an owner. Because the way I have my the way I have my system set up now mm-hmm. is that. I don't clean. I don't run the open houses. I don't answer messages. Of course, when I started out, I did all these things. And I highly, highly recommend, like, on 
highly recommend it. When you're starting on event space, you have to do all these things yourself. Yeah. It's just that I'm at the point now, me personally, Brian Walter, I'm at the point now where I don't want to do it. Yeah. So I can still make money off my event space without doing anything. But when you're starting out, yeah, definitely keep that profit yourself. Clean your own venue. Do, do the, you know, answer the messages yourself. Things like that. You have to. Because you need to learn the game. I put in my dues already. I answered my own phone for three years. I cleaned my own venues for two years. I did all the maintenance for two years. I did everything. I did all the rentals myself for the first mm. three years. I put in my dues already. Mm. So now it's like, all right, I'm at the point where I'm comfortable because since I have other streams of income, I'm comfortable just taking a seat back, outsourcing the entire process and just taking a $5,000 paycheck. A modest sum. Gotcha. Just taking a $5,000 paycheck and like the whole thing is systemized. But also, we do a lot more too. Like, we, like I don't, not everybody has to do full day core, not everybody has to do rentals. So there's other ways right, to upsell right. your space, but that's just the route that we went down. So there's mm. different ways to structure and things like that. That's just, that's just, you know, the Brian MKN way. I think this, uh, me having a space, uh, this conversation made me money. But for people that aren't yet, like they, they don't have a career path just yet, this seems like a very viable option. Absolutely. It's easy. Money. It's super easy. So, and and, the, and even with everything that I've told you, it might sound a little bit more complicated, but that's just because of what we do. Yeah. Like, I got a warehouse. I got five de- different event spaces. I'm subleasing all this extra stuff just because, like, like, I know the game now. Mm-hmm. But for somebody who's just starting out, you don't have to do any of that. Yeah. Get a good location. Paint the walls white. Rent it out. Lay the floor. Rent it out. You don't even, you don't even need all that extra stuff, like uplighting and stuff like that. People still going to take it, bro. Yeah. All you, all you got to do is just calculate. And this is another thing I tell all my mentees. Like, yo, you have to calculate how much each Saturday, how much your rent is and how much each Saturday can go for. Because at the end of the day, your Saturdays are going to get booked. Mm-hmm. Saturdays get booked regardless. For sure. So as long as your rent gets paid off your Saturdays, you're never going to be in the negative. Mm. You're never going to be in the negative. Once, you're, once your overhead costs are covered by Saturdays, your Friday and Sunday is your gravy. Easy. That's a simple, simple base model. Yeah. You want to get into events because you want to make money? Just run that play. Gotcha. That's it. Me, I do all the extra stuff because I like me, like making a lot of money. You know, right, we, right. we we about to make 200K a month. Like, I need that. But that's why I have my system set up a little bit more complicated. But I have mentees who want to do what I do, where they have a rental company or they have like a small studio and they're just like, yo, Brian, I want five event spaces like you. I want to make six figures a month like you. And I'm just like, you're going to jump in that 5K mentorship. Let's get straight it. Like straight, straight like that. Straight like that. Okay. <laughs> straight like that. All right. So, so tell, tell us about your, uh, your program and what it provides. Right. So I have a few. And I'm sorry. Did I already ask you for a discount? I if I can't, if I didn't, is there a way that we can use the social proof promo code? Yeah. And just give my people a discount. I don't know what it's going to be, but um, are you able to do that? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's call it social proof. Yeah, social proof. Social proof. That's okay. It. Yeah. All right, cool. So just give me a link to put in there because uh, I want to uh, kind of tell all my... Because people ask me about it and I'm like... Now you got the best know. in the game on your team. That's a fact. Because when people ask about, yo, getting event space, I'm like, yeah, it's cool. It's not... It wasn't... Um, it makes money. Absolutely. It makes money. And I have a space where I can do my own business out of. Right. Which means it's making double money for me. Right. But it wasn't like I could really walk them through only because um, Joe, he kind of handles the, the whole space. And my Joe partner, looking at you like, huh? My partner, Brandon, <laughs> he, don't, he, don't, he don't do nothing. And I just be in here. You know what I mean? So I, I couldn't really guide anybody. So the fact that you have a course where like you're super passionate about it and you're teaching it, um, I can definitely swing people your way. So, Dude, yeah. it's and, and the great thing about your business model as well with the whole, you know, Social Proof Podcast, things like that, is that you generally, you generally shoot on what weekdays? Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. So how many days is available? 
Every other Every day? Every other day? Yeah. Bumba <laughs> <laughs> Bro, your Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday be Dude, oh man, big space like this, bro. We would run it. All right, so uh, you could, you could. All right, yeah, we affiliate, affiliate, my man, Joe. Why you ain't affiliate? Affiliate me right now, <laughs> right now. Right now. Joe, like I'm out of it. So I yeah, mean, I was gonna I get a spot in Atlanta, but if I don't have to, and I just run it here, say less. It's a ooh. say a lot. Less. I'll just ship a container down here with a whole bunch of rentals. Just keep it in a closet. Yeah, we're running three thousand dollars a night. Oh, big spot like this. You talking spicy, dude? People, <laughs> dude, people love the exposed framework. Of, oh, you know, because this is a rare gem in New York. Like mm. something like this exposed, you only really get this at like lofts and like big like old barns and stuff mm. like that. Like real in the cut. Something like this exposed HVAC because that's in right now. Exposed rustic wood. What? Say less. I'm Yo, seeing we're dollar about, signs. Listen, we're about to go over because I, I want to take. We're gonna take a field trip, y'all, to the the other space because I need you to see it. <laughs> All right, look, man. So uh, one, thank you because we, we we've appreciate we've, it. Yo, here's the thing. I didn't get to ask no questions. My bad. I didn't get to ask <sighs> no questions at all. Like. Let me do my job. Bro. I mean, you gonna cut and edit and like fill some I'm stuff not. in? I'm not. We don't cut. We don't edit. It's just we just here. Just run right? it. Yeah, you went crazy. You went crazy <laughs> now. All right. So look, man, I, I gotta do a quick commercial break. So I want you to like think of something deep and thought provoking. Okay. About you what? Think, I don't know. Just inspire. Him. I I guide you in it. Okay. But listen, y'all. This episode is brought to you by TheMorningMeetup.com. Hold on. I keep forgetting this. Where's my phone? Okay. It's brought to you by TheMorningMeetup.com. Okay. The Morning Meetup is the only organization that gathers every single day where entrepreneurs, between 300 and 400 entrepreneurs are on a Zoom call every single day with me and my successful friends. I got to get you on there. Happy to be there. Um, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we pick a theme for the month. And every day in that month, Monday through Friday, supports every call topic supports the theme of the month. So this month, what's this month's theme? Um, what was it? Six-figure philosophy, the six-figure philosophy. Ooh. So this whole month, we got to get new beginning entrepreneurs afraid of six, stop being afraid of six figures. Thinking, thinking. It's easy. It's very easy. $8,300, right? But if we, don't, if we don't know, one, that it's not a big number, but two, how to run the money up, how to automate income. And we got all that coming this month. So go to themorningmeetup.com. I don't know what the theme is going to be why you're watching this, but go to themorningmeetup.com. It is a dollar trial where you can actually see what we're talking about. If you like it, great. You can stay at $79 a month after your seven-day trial. But if you don't, if you're like, oh, David, he don't know what he's talking about. All these black people on here are talking about financial literacy and wealth and reading books together. I'm out of that. You wow. can quit. It's no problem. You just, you invested a dollar. So go to themorningmeetup.com. Also, oh, I need you to think of some more sauce because we have a Patreon. Patreon is like people that are like paid members that support the show. We give them like bonus footage. Okay. So I need you to give them some extra sauce. Some extra sauce. You gave so much sauce. I gave a lot of sauce. Do you sauce, have more sauce bro. left? I could give some I could come up with some sauce. We even touched on the courses, bro. We didn't even touch. That was all event space and rental game. We even touched on the courses, man. What you mean? Like we we, we like in terms of like Mark. Uh, yeah, you're right. I guess you nah, we, we kind of I can come up with hold it for the Patreon. Save it for the Patreon. Save it for the Patreon. All right, cool. So uh yes, go to themorningmeetup.com. But if you want to be a part of our Patreon, you want to hear this behind the scenes stuff, go to uh, patreon.com forward slash David Never Sleeps. Uh, the link is in here somewhere. Okay, so go to the Patreon um, and I'll see you at the top. Yo, thank you. Happy to be here, man. Thank, thank you. you for having me. This honestly. is lit, bro. Like I I love, I love exposing entrepreneurs 
to new business ideas. Most people are booking events, but they don't even think, yo, I can have my own and make money. They don't even think about it. Crazy. People book almost, people have a party in almost anything nowadays. Once you have a spot, crazy, man. Big old facts. Crazy. Big old facts. All right. So, one, how can people get in touch with you? Um, Yeah, how can people get in touch with you? So, definitely follow me on Instagram at BrianMNKN. That's B R I A N M N K N. Uh, I'm always there. Shoot me a DM, reach out to me. Hit the link in my bio, all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? And the course is lit. Is the up the course, I mean, if you you saw the sample of Let the me sauce. Ask you, do you have are your clients winning now? Am I what? Your clients? Go on my Instagram right now, bro. I posted my boy Nate. My boy Nate got five event spaces right now. My homegirl winter, she's doing 15, 20K a month. My home, my my other mentee, Vanessa, she just got a space. She about to run it up crazy. That's what I, we doing. Bro, so it's, it's the Brian Waldron touch, bro. Yo, click the link in the bio, okay? Click the link, uh, not social the bio, proof. in the description. Yes, use the social proof promo code, and uh, we will get you in there, okay? If y'all got any questions for me. Now I can, now I can, I can not only refer them to you, but maybe I can answer some questions because I'm, I'm getting another space, and I'm more excited about this one. <laughs> I'm really excited to run this up. So, What made yeah, you want to get another space, though? Or is this that? Well, you know, no, a, no for sure. It's a um, podcasting studio. So on one half... It's podcasting studios, like three podcasting booths. Okay. And then the other half, it's event space. Okay. But we got the the soundproof sheetrock, soundproof insulation, so that we can have an event going on here and a podcast. You know what? Another play you could run? Movie recordings. Because people love... Whoa! Hold it for Patreon. Do me a favor. I got to say thank you. Hold it for the Patreon. Hold it. Hold it. Just hold it. Don't, don't go away. <laughs> right, I'm chilling. But uh, nah, good luck. I appreciate it, man. Make sure y'all follow... Uh, Brian, because this is this is just it's it, one. I just like your energy, your entrepreneurial spirit. You just you. four years, four or five years ago, you were just as a server at yeah. a restaurant. So you're not like you didn't do anything special, right? But um, you provide a lot of value. So I want you to close this out, man, uh, because there are some entrepreneurs out here that they maybe feel like they're uh, they they can't do it. They don't have your personality. You know what I mean? They don't have your information. They didn't go to college like you. You feel me? Uh, what would you say to encourage an entrepreneur? So first of all, honestly, take that college stuff out. Like college, I mean, I'm not putting down college or anything like that, but like college is not, college is just a medium. College is the way to bring out what's already inside you. You got to understand that like mindset, people always want to skip over the mindset module. People always want to think like, oh, mindset is just like more time than they just spend on the video. Like mindset is everything. Imagine telling yourself every day like, yo, I can make $3,000 today because I didn't start making $3,000 days until I told myself I can make $3,000 a day. You take yourself out the game before you even in the game, baby. And like, that's the thing that people really got to understand. Like, mindset is everything. Just believing that you're more. And also another big thing is like, stop hanging out with bums. Period. I'm gonna put it out there. I'm gonna keep it a thousand. Like Stop that. hanging out with bums, bro. Like real talk. Like you, if you hanging out with people who's just partying, I'm not even talking about partying, but just like not having any ambition, not doing anything with their life, bro. You're gonna be the same kind. You wanna you wanna be with winners, bro? What you gotta hang out with? Winners, bro. Like it's that simple, man. Like people think like, yo, I'm hanging with like this person talking about the shade room and this was on love and hip hop. Like, no, what about talking about like who's buying a building right now? Yeah. Yo, who's starting a business right now? Who just hit six figures in a stock portfolio right now? Who's going crazy on podcasts right now? Who just hit 50K? Yo, every mastermind group that I'm in, every group got to be a certain, not even like net worth, but a certain net value of human being. Because if you don't want more for yourself, how am I supposed to want more for you? So you got to surround yourself. It really, really starts with environment, bro. Because you could come out the mud, bro. It doesn't mean you got to live there forever. 
Oh, that's spicy. Dang it, I forgot another question. Last one. I want to make a uh, prediction on this podcast, okay? Where do you see yourself in the next five to 10 years so that I can watch this later in five years and say, yo, he said he was going to do that. And look, he did it. Five years. Next five years. Next five years. So, I mean, this year, this year alone, I'm retiring my mother. That's number one goal. This Mm. year alone, I'm retiring my mother and she's just going to manage all the event space. In the next five years, I honestly, I want to have a foundation for just entrepreneurs. Like, I feel like a lot of people, kind of going back to your last question, a lot of people feel like they don't have the resources, they don't have the time, they don't have the faculties and things like that. Like, bro, you have so much more. Like, a lot of people just feel like they, like, they take themselves out the game before they even end the game. And so I just want to have a foundation that, like, provides resources, like, in terms of education for people. And so it's going to be, like, the Mannequin Foundation. Something, something cool. I'm probably going to name it after my mom, too, Gabriella. Um, something like, something along the line. Oh, I've got time to think about it. Mm. But, like, it's definitely, it's just going to provide a lot of resources, a lot of mental health help, uh, a lot of funding for small business and things like that. Because a lot of times, people just need us a shot. That's it. A lot of times, people just need a thought. I mean, like, even getting being a server, like, I just needed a shot. Because my first restaurant that I was at, they didn't want to make me a server. I was a bar back. I was just stacking bottles mm-hmm. in the back. And I'm just like, yo, like, I got the personality. I could sell. I could memorize items. I have to literally lie on my resume to get a server job at the next spot. I swear. I lied on my resume. And what happened? I ended up being the top res- the top server in that restaurant, bro. So it really just starts with a shot. It really just starts with opportunity. It really just starts with believing in yourself. So. That's what man, I want to do, man. Listen, man, we can't close it out no better than that, man. I need y'all. Listen, let's let's get these event spaces popping, all right? But listen, I need you to go do me a favor. Go get you some social proof, okay? What I'd like you to do is go build something and build it big. You can do it. You got all that it takes. We all these interviews that you're watching, there's some like there, somebody resonates with you. I'm sure, I'm sorry. I, I I'm sure, but they can't do the work for you. I'm sorry. But I want you to go build something. Go get you some social proof. Then come back to your community and teach somebody how they did it. All right? I'm going to see y'all in y'all event space. We out here. Peace. David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shands himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays, and access to David's list of resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today themorningmeetup.com save a little more this month Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals 24. Banking services debit card provided by Bancorp, Bank NIA, or Stride Bank NIA, members of FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply.